What is up, what is up, and welcome back to another episode of Blood and Beer. I'm your host, Matt, and as always, we've got blood sports to talk. We've got beer to drink, and uh, today, it's a midweek episode, so that means it's a pick'em. This is our third pick'em, and we're coming off a redemption week. We uh, we made good from week one, where we started off 2-3-1 and one with the UFC this past week. We went 5-2, and two. pretty good. We lost the last two, started out 5-0, and oh. um, Bit of a downer there, but that's okay because five and zero is a pretty good start. Five and two is not too bad to finish on, I think. And then we went two and two in BKFC, but we're only keeping the uh, UFC scores for my totals, so we're seven five and one on the year. We're positive finally, and I got some more picks for you today. We got UFC Fight Night Ryan Span versus Nikita Krylov, and then we also got Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury that we're going to be getting into. As well, and then uh, I'll just recap all the events that are going on this upcoming weekend because it's a huge weekend for combat sports. We got BKFC, we got Bellator, we got one, we got a lot going on. But first, as always, we got beer for you. Got a weird one for you today. This is a fresh baked brew. It's a cinnamon bun red ale. I hate cinnamon flavored beer, um, especially the Christmas kind. The Christmas kind of beer is my least favorite beer. But the wife got this for me. I'm going to try it out and give it a shot because I do really like cinnamon rolls. I've never had one like this. Put it on this side. Uh, Y-City Brewing Company, so that's super local here in Zanesville. Top her off. Let the foam die just a bit. Then we'll try it and give it a score. But I am very hesitant to try this shit. I don't like that. I don't like spices in my beer. I don't like spices in any drink. But this is the best one I've had. It's it's pretty dark. Um, got my shades on. So, but yeah, it's pretty dark beer. Which you'd imagine something that's cinnamon bun flavored, cinnamon roll sounds better than bun. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's really not that not too bad. I was. I was expecting it to be a lot worse. It tastes kind of like a gingerbread cookie. I'm going to give it a 6.3. A little more, a little above average. A lot better than what I was expecting from it. We'll sip on it this episode and uh, see if I can get yammered off these today. But now jumping into the fights. We're kicking things off uh, with the UFC fight night. So first we have Charles Johnson. He's taking on Odie Osborne. O'Day. Charles Johnson, minus 160 favorite in this fight. Osborne's plus 130, and the odds have been evening out as the week goes along. I jumped in on this bet when uh, Johnson was minus 190, Osborne was plus 160, and I got Osborne in this. Both these guys are really good strikers, decent ground game. I just think Charles Johnson, I I haven't seen that dog in him. He's got really good striking, really crisp movement, and really good ground game. It just He doesn't seem to string it together, um, the wins that he has in the UFC. It's been a guy coming off of a three-year layoff, and then um, I can't even remember the one before. Oh, it was a super close uh, fight against Zuma Gulov. So I just haven't seen it from Johnson yet, so I'm going. It's a pick em for me. If it's a pick em, I'm going with the dog because you get the better odds. So plus 130 going with Osborne in that one. And then the next fight we're going to be making a pick out of. We got Jordan Levitt. He's taken on Victor Martinez. This is a real pick em, a true pick em, minus 110 each. And uh, Levitt, I think the dude's a beast. I think he's underrated. He tripped up a little bit against Patty Pimblett. But in that fight, he used his wrestling in round one and really won that round. He's got really good wrestling and decent striking. 
Um, not a ne- not necessarily a power puncher, but super athletic. He's got a knockout with a slam um, over. I want to say it was Matt Frivola, but that sounds wrong. But um, yeah, he's just he's a really well-rounded fighter, really strong wrestling, and he's taking on UFC newcomer Victor Martinez. Martinez has some power in his hands. He's eight knockouts and his thirteen wins, but two of his losses are by submission. Levitt's strong game is the ground, so we could see things trip up there. I'm rolling with Levitt in this one as a pick uh, Making your UFC debut, Levitt's a tough card to draw in that one. Um, so, yeah, we're going with Levitt, minus 110, minus 115, whatever it is, whatever your books say. We're rolling with him. Next, we have Mike Malot. Malot. I don't know how, I don't remember how it's pronounced, versus Johan Lanesi. Might be wrong. Uh, Malot minus 205, Lanesi plus, uh, I think he was plus 160, not positive, maybe plus 175, I don't have it written down here for some reason, but regardless, we're rolling with Malot in this one, from what I've seen of this guy, really crisp striking, he's a precision striker with a lot of power, he doesn't waste his shots, um, it seems like he knows it's going to land before he throws it, and he throws good combinations as well. Um, well-rounded fighter, good takedown defense, but I don't see that being a problem in this fight um, going to the mat because Linus, he's a great striker as well. He has that Muay Thai background. I just think with Malat's power and his technical striking, he's going to get the job done at minus 205. And then moving on, we got Augusto Sakai. He's rolling in, taking on Dante Mays. Um, Sakai's had a bit of a rough stretch, and this was a tough fight for me to pick. Um, he's a minus 135 favorite to Mays being plus 115. I see that uh, swing, and it's actually been pushing more in Sakai's favor um, as the week's gone on. But he's on a four-fight TKO KO streak. Um, it's been against the top of the division, don't get me wrong, but four-fight streak, it scares me. Mays is a heavy puncher, but it's not necessarily one-shot strikes that are really hurting Sakai, it's uh, it's it's really just combinations of stuff and getting broken down. So I don't think that Mays is going to be able to break him down the way that other guys have. Sakai has really good striking, just a real good stand-up fighter, and decent wrestling as well. He can cage fight really well as far as just holding you up on the cage and working the clinch work. I think he's got more tools in his arsenal to get the job done against Mays. I was hesitant in this one to pick him, but I got Sakai at minus 135. I, I'm not sure if it's going to pan out, but that's who I got. That that one I'm, uh, I'm iffy on. But then on to the co-main event. We got Andre Muniz. He's taking on Brendan Allen. Muniz comes in as a minus 215 to plus 175 on Allen's side. Both these guys stud jiu-jitsu practitioners. Muniz has been snapping arms since joining the UFC. Um, Brendan Allen, he's on a three-fight win streak as well. He's got... Um, not the highest quality um, opponents in that time. Sam Alby, Christoph Jocko, and uh, I forget who the third one was. But he's been rolling through them. He's got two rear naked chokes in that. Muniz, though, he's really good at just finding submissions from everywhere. He's got really strong wrestling, really strong wrestling, really strong top game as well. Both guys are decent strikers. I just see Muniz getting the job done because from what I've heard of Allen, he's coming in, sounds a little cocky, sounds like uh, he doesn't respect Muniz's ground game. He thinks they're about even, and I think it's far from that. I think uh, Muniz, he's just he's a different level. 
So we're rolling with Andre Muniz at minus 215. And those odds have actually been skyrocketing towards Muniz the past couple of days. Uh, just two days ago, it was minus 190. Now it's minus 215. So jump in while the money's hot because uh, it might end up being minus 300 by the time the card rolls around. And then on the main event of the evening, we got Nikita Krylov rolling in as a minus 170 favorite against Ryan Superman Span coming back at plus 145. Um, I was really shocked when I saw these odds, if I'm being honest with you. Span's been running through people recently. He said he just started training for his fights. He didn't really train that hard before. But since that, I mean, he's got a one-shot knockout with a jab of Dominic Reyes just flattened him. He's been looking really good. Um, I think he's choked out Jan Kudalaba as well. He's just, I I'm loving the momentum train he's on. Krylov's a tricky striker. He's got power. He throws crazy kicks, and he he's just a tricky striker. I just see Ryan Spann with his power and this momentum, this train that he's on, this hype train. I think he's getting the job done, and uh, he's trying to get that light heavyweight title push. He said that he was actually in the mix for the Jamal Hill and Glover Teixeira fight. I don't know if that's true. But he's he's been rolling, and I think he's getting the job done at plus 145 as a dog. So if you're parlaying all that shit together, we got Ode Osborne, Jordan Levitt, Augusto Sakai, Malat, Muniz, Ryan Spann. Parlay I like that I'm most confident with that I think will hit. You're getting plus 576 on this. You throw down Ryan Spann, Jordan Levitt, Mike Malat, and uh, plus 576 is what I got with DraftKings on that. Decent decent bet. I'm pretty confident with all those ones. Let me know what your picks are for the UFC fights, though, and uh, just leave the comments, whatever. I'd love to hear it, and tell me why I'm wrong if you think I'm uh, wrong as shit or something. Wrapping things up, though, uh, we got Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. That's happening this Sunday. Um, grudge match, two years in the making. These guys really don't like each other. Uh, reality TV star versus a YouTube star and Disney Channel kid. But Jake Paul has been a really good boxer. He hasn't fought anybody of high caliber because it's been uh, retired MMA dudes, NBA players, YouTubers. But he has been making them look silly and looked really good doing it. He's the bigger guy in this fight against Tommy Fury as well. Fury's coming in, I think, 8-0 and in boxing. But he, he's fought even worse opponents. They might be journeyman boxers, but they've been. I mean, the combined record is like 13-120. and 120. But he's got decent skill. So he's got a chance. At minus 160 for Jake Paul, plus 125 Tommy Fury, I'm rolling with Paul. Every time I see Tommy Fury hitting the mitts on TV, it might be a mind game, but he fucks up. He's fucking up every time. It seems like he's just getting a little uh, jittery as the fight or as the cameras come out, and I think that he's going to choke under the lights. Jake Paul actually said it today. He thinks Tommy Fury's going to choke. Whether he chokes or not, I think Jake Paul landing that heavy right hand, That's that would be... Uh, that would be lights out for Tommy Fury. That's it. I don't think he's taking it. Tommy Fury's got good skill. I just don't see him avoiding that punch the whole fight. And I, I don't think either of these guys are good enough to make the other one look silly. I just see Jake Paul getting the job done with a knockout and probably a lackluster, pretty sloppy fight, even though these guys don't like each other. Um, Tommy Fury's probably going to look a little gun-shy in it, if you're asking me. So Jake Paul in that at minus 160. And then other fights going on this weekend that you want to know about. Um, we're not going to pick any pick any bets here, but one on Amazon Prime tomorrow, Friday night, and then uh, that's yeah, that is Fabricio Andrade versus John Lineker two rematching for the bantamweight title. 
And then we also have Bellator 291, Logan Storley versus uh, Yaroslav Amosov too. That's for the middleweight, or for, sorry, the welterweight title. And then finally, we got BKFC. That's also Friday night. So all three of these Friday fights. Um, BKFC is going to feature Alan Belcher in the main event, former UFC fighter. It's going to be entertaining. BKFC always is. They always show out. Um, that's all we got for you today, though. If you if you like the video or if you like my picks, if you're using my picks, leave a comment, hit the subscribe button, give me a like. I appreciate all the support I've been getting for the past couple months, the year. I've been doing this for over a year. This is episode 52. I'm Matt with Blood and Beer, and thank you once again.